0: Another day in baseball, another no-hitter. Plus, what is up with Shohei Otani's velocity? We'll talk about it next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in five. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, May 20th. I am Frank Sample joined by Chris Towers. And let's talk about the Klubot. Corey Kluber throws the sixth no hitter in baseball this season. Seven, if you count Madison Bumgarner. Uh, Chris, what were your thoughts on Corey Kluber in this spot? Nine strikeouts, just one walk. Should you be trying to sell high on Corey Kluber after the start?
1: Yeah, if you want to hear 10 minutes soliloquy about the state of baseball and why these no-hitters keep happening, go head over to the Fantasy Baseball Today feed, and you'll get that at the top of the show. As far as what it means for Kluber, I don't think in any given season a no-hitter should drastically change the way you view a player. And, you know, Corey Kluber has made a lot of changes over the course of even this very young season, and he has looked better than I thought he did early on. Uh, I was pretty much... I did write him off after his first couple of starts. I think it's the first three starts plus spring training. He was throwing a ton of balls. He was walking everybody. I just didn't think there was any way he could be successful like this. He's made some adjustments and I think he's a better pitcher for it, but I have him in like the 50 to 60 range still at starting pitcher. And this doesn't really change my opinion of him moving forward. I think there's a relatively low ceiling. I think there are going to be very, very good starts and very, very bad starts. Um, and this game doesn't change that too much for me. If, if anything, this makes me more likely to try to trade him if I had him on my teams.
0: Let's talk about Shohei Otani, Chris. He was going up against the Cleveland Indians. He allowed two earned runs with five strikeouts over four and two-thirds innings pitched. But the fastball velocity was down to 91.3 miles per hour. Entering this start... He was averaging 96.6 miles per hour. Basically, Joe Madden and Otani said after the game that nothing is wrong here. He was just feeling yeah. a little bit sluggish and he didn't have his fastball. So, what is your worryometer on Otani after this one?
1: I think it's pretty low. Um, if they can, if they come out after his bullpen session in a couple of days and say, "Well, you know, he felt a little twinge, but he's going to be okay," that would set off some alarm bells. But right now, you know, his velocity was way down. He was throwing like 88 miles per hour in the second inning. He got up to 95, his max velocity. So it does suggest that either he was having trouble getting loose or he was just holding something back facing the Cleveland Indians who have been no hit twice this season. You know, you you have a, a little bit of extra luxury, a little bit of extra room to, uh, to mess around with that. One, one thing that was interesting is he threw his cutter uh, 32% of the time. He's basically had two starts this season where he's relied on the cutter that much. And otherwise, he hasn't really thrown it. I think it's an interesting thing to keep an eye on moving forward for Otani right now, no concerns about his health, uh, unless they give me further reason to be concerned.
0: Chris, we weren't as worried about Lucas Gilito, uh, as we were about someone like Luis Castillo, for example, but we, He needed to see something, and and he gave us that. He allowed one run over eight innings pitched against the Minnesota Twins. He had 11 strikeouts to three walks, so he got back on track. What did you see from Lucas Giolito in the start?
1: Yeah, his changeup was great, but I think the more important thing for me was the slider, which didn't get hit hard, which is the biggest thing because he's really struggled with his slider. That's actually been the pitch that's been holding him back so far. The changeup is the signature pitch for him. But the slider, he was really struggling to get righties out uh, coming into this start because the slider just hadn't been effective. Three whiffs on twenty pitches. It's not a great rate, but you know, didn't allow a ton of balls in play either. So, I think overall this was a very encouraging start. I want to see more, and I want to see, you know, keep an eye on the slider moving forward because that I think is going to be the key. As long as that's working, I think he's going to be just fine.
0: Let's wrap up with some bullpen updates here, Chris. And the San Francisco Giants in a 1 0 game. Jake McGee pitched in the eighth. They then went on to score three runs in the ninth. And Tyler Rogers was used in the ninth inning to face the top of the order. Who gets the next save for San Francisco, Jake McGee or Tyler Rogers? I think
1: it's most likely that Tyler Rogers does. I can't guarantee it, but this seems like Tyler Rogers is the closer usage, you know?
0: Sure. For Tampa Bay, Diego Castillo recently returned from injury. He was using the eighth inning in this one in a three-run lead to face the 5, 6, and 7 in the lineup. And then Pete Fairbanks was using the ninth. He converted the save. He's only 17% rostered, if you want to speculate on some saves there. But this is Tampa Bay, Chris, and we've seen what they've done in the past. If you had to make a prediction, who gets the next save for Tampa Bay?
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty hilarious that Peter Fairbanks gets his first save since Diego Castillo went on the L after... Diego Castillo came back. I think Diego Castillo is the, the most likely person to get the next save and I would not really have much interest in speculating on Fairbanks.
0: All right, Chris, just give me a name for this last one. For Cleveland, Emmanuel Class a was using the eighth. Your boy, Emmanuel Class a. James Karinczak was using the ninth. Second save in as many days. Who gets the next save? Class A or Karinczak? I
1: will take Terry Francona at his word. After the game, he did say Class A was still his closer. So, I will say Class A, I have zero confidence in that.
0: For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.